Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. Conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith. Well, build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. I'm your host, Anne Marie Cross, also known as the Podcasting Queen. Now, my guest today says, Don't allow your history to become your destiny. And joining me on today's show is Jeff Letts. Now, Jeff is a UK-based entrepreneur, an author, and a speaker. Orphaned at the age of eight, at 13 years of age, he was living on the streets of Chicago. And by the time he was 31, well, he was a millionaire. Now, Jeff is now the CEO of Jenny Star, a UK financial education company, which has a mission to help families and individuals to become debt-free and financially independent. Now, on today's show, Jeff is going to share never, never, ever, ever become too proud to ask for help. He's also going to share how working in teams accomplishes so much more than you can create on your own, as well as, of course, the importance of always carrying a spirit of gratitude. So very important, especially with what we're dealing with around the globe today. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Well, thank you, Anne Marie, and it's it's so good to uh, to be here with you. And um, you know, I know that you asked me how to pronounce my name, and see, I remembered your name because you're supposed to take up your cross daily, right? Yes, <laughs> you certainly are. You know what's interesting about as I was reading um, through your intro, you know. A, a, Beautiful um, story. I'm sure you're going to, to share a lot of insights that you learned over the, the years. Um, we said, you know, at the age of 13, you were living on the streets, but by the time you were 31, you were a millionaire. Mm-hmm. I'd imagine, because of course, this show is, is Christian Entrepreneur Show. Many Christians who are in business uh, have experienced some real challenges that they may never have had to experience before. And before we went live, you were saying to me that your business, even in lockdown, has doubled. So I'd imagine there are some that uh, have found that business has actually increased, others that may have had to pivot. But I think what's really important are the lessons that you have learned over the, the years. And one of them, let's dive into the first one, Jeff, never to become too proud to ask for help. Why is that something many of us tend to struggle with, do you think? Well, I th- you know, I think it's obviously it's a pride issue. You know, I'm, I'm reminded of the scripture in Proverbs that says, lean not to your own understanding, <clears throat> but it talks about, you know, really leaning on God's ways. And the fact is, is that, you know, th- you know the, the scripture also talks about, you know, pride comes before a, a fall. And so I've just learned over the years that if I need some help in any area of my life, I I actually think it takes more strength. I think it takes a, a bigger person, a bigger man, a bigger woman to be able to actually say, hey, I'm weak in this area and can you help me? Yes. And so, uh, you know, in addition to that, the, the scripture says you have not because you ask not. Yeah. Um, Jesus said, ask and you will receive. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I've just I've just always learned over the years that if I'm in a difficult situation, whether I need to go to my to my wife or my pastor or 
other friends or whatever. I'm just, I've just learned just don't be too prideful uh, and never be, you know, never, never be arrogant enough that, that I, I think what happens is people kind of want everybody to think that you got your life together. And, and the fact is, is that we're all human beings. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't be farther from the truth. What I love about uh, the, those reminders, and those are some of my favourite scriptures, one of the things that I've recognised too and realised for myself that there also, as Christians, we know there is there is really that element of surrender, <laughs> isn't there? There's pride, I can do that myself, there's surrender. But what I, I find that's really interesting, I'd love for you to share a little bit about this if, if it's relevant to, to your story too, is that, you know, what's our motive? And who do you seek first? Yeah, it's, you know, I, I, I also I think to kind of tag on to that about never be, too, you know, too proud to ask for help. <clears throat> it kind of ties into a bit of my testimony. My father, when I was five, uh, had a mental breakdown, lost his business and committed suicide. Oh. Um, when I was 13, <clears throat> I was living in a foster family and uh, it was my fifth home I was in. I was just a troubled kid. I was in a gang and, you know, starting to, to do drugs and drink. And, and I was just distraught and, again, too prideful to ask for help. And I attempted suicide. And I think that, you know, whether it's, it's people in, in depression or anxiety or whatever else it is, or business having challenges in those areas, Boy, you know, we just really need to be able to not only bring it to the Lord, but also be able to get wise counsel in, in the multitude of counselors, their safety. Yeah. And so, um, you know, so again, I've, I've really had to learn that uh, through the years that, you know, don't don't fight it. Just try to get some help, whatever area. You know that that might be it. If you will, the the fact that you know you just brought something up. There may be so many people that are themselves struggling financially with their business, and you know the hope uh, that they may have had may be flickering. And so, what what insights would you share? I mean, what happened for you that took you from the point where you were you know considering committing suicide to to go what what happened was it someone that spoke over you uh, what what changed that well actually amory when i when i was 13 i actually slashed both my wrists <clears throat> and my foster father found me lying in a pool of blood rushed me to the hospital <clears throat> they stitched me up and then they actually admitted me to a mental institution i mean it was a proper one flew over the cuckoo nest type. I mean, it was it was horrible. Yeah. Um, and that's when I ran away and actually lived on the streets, got into drugs and, you know, the street life. And then I got saved at 15 years old on, on a hippie commune. <clears throat> and it just changed my life. Um, and, you know, since then, whether it was my studies in high school or university or even going into business or sales, you know, hey, listen, I still struggled with those areas in my life. I, I don't think I really struggled so much with with depression, uh, but I just really began to realize, even as a teenager when I got saved, that I'm just not smart enough to figure out life. You know, like in the midst of this pandemic, I, I think one of the good things that, that comes out of this is, wow, we really do have to 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 lean on God because 
I don't know about you, but I, I don't have the answer. I mean, I feel like I'm sort of walking in the fog and it really does uh, just make you, I think, really rely on God even more. It just kind of makes you realize that um, just just how quick things can turn around for good or for bad. And that, you know, we, we live in a cursed world and, 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 you know, we're all, even Jesus said, he said, in this world, you will have tribulation. Yeah. And I think that part of that is the maturing process of just realizing where the scripture says, it says to, to not lean to our own way. In, in the book of Peter, it talks about, um, it, it says, you know, to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and to just, you know, to realize that really it's God that's ultimately in control. We can do everything that we can do, but ultimately it's in God's hands. Yeah, I love that. It's such a great reminder. And, you know, it, it often, it, it what you've just said, really, when you think about it, it flies in the face of what the world teaches, doesn't it, of independence and, you know, hustle and all of that, where it's actually the other way around. And, yeah. you know, there's, there's you know, one of my, um, one of my, well, it was my daughter, uh, she's in business and she had to close her business down. And she said, mum, if it had not been for my faith, I would have been so anxious. I would have been so worried. She yeah. said, but I'm just trusting, you you know, and um, so, and and that's what you're saying. I mean, there, there are things that we just don't have control over. And if we continue to worry and have that anxiousness, we can feed into that. And uh, I love that as Christians, we can we can lean on the Lord and, and that peace that surpasses all understanding. It really does. Absolutely. A- I, don't, I don't know how people get through, you know, business and, and just life. Right whether it's yeah. relationships, faith, finance, you know, your physical yeah. being. I just, I don't know how people get through it without God. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people say, well, you know, religion is, 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 is like a, you know, it's, it's a crutch, um, you know, for, for weak people. Um, and all I can say is, is yeah. that without him. Give me the crutches. <laughs> oh my gosh. Absolutely. It's, it's yeah. just, you know, there's, one of my favorite scriptures is that there's no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God will make a way of escape for you and that all things work together for good to them that are called according to their purpose and that love God. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't explain it, but God always ends up working things out. And and sometimes there, there's a lesson. In fact, most of the time, We have to come through a test in order to have a testimony. We have to come through a mess to get a message. And it's not pleasant going through it. But boy, oh boy, you look back on those experiences and those things, those tests oftentimes are for us to be able to help other people to get through tough times. I, I'm with you, Jeff. I mean, there there are you know often colleagues and and friends who don't know the Lord, and you know so often it's like and, and maybe I'm committing to to be a bit more vocal about that, but it's like take it to prayer. And all my children, all three children, I've got two daughters and a son. When they, they were, I didn't know this till a couple of months ago. They said, oh, anytime we'd go to your mum, you'd always say, well, I'm going to pray, pray about it. And now that they're teenage or older, you know, they've gone through their teenage years, they, they'll pray about it too. But it's like, I have no answers. Go to the Lord. He'll give you an insight that you could not in a million years yeah. uh, think of. And you know what? When you go and have a look at the Bible, there are so many incredible stories 
um, of history, you know, that where things that were just so unexpected and so just left the field yeah. and that's the way God operates. So if someone says religion, I mean, it's not boring at all. It's actually it's an exciting for me anyway and I'm sure for yeah, you too. Absolutely. It's exciting absolutely. and it's often where and we know because it's promised us, you know, faith and trust, when we have that so strongly, that is when, you know, what's that? What's the the, uh, the the verse? If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can move a mountain. That's right. So here's to moving mountains uh, as we move forward. I love that. Let's talk a little bit about working in teams accomplishes so much more than you can on your own. Was this an insider lesson that you learned as well, Jeff? Yeah, you know, it's um, I, I was – I, I was just thinking as you were talking there, Anne-Marie, not only about teams, but also about this struggle. I don't know if you ever went through this being an entrepreneur, um, but I know I did in the early days. Um, I, I struggled with this whole thing of working hard. You know, the scripture says, says, you know, whatsoever you put your hand to, you know, do it with all your might. And yet this this interdependence with God to realize how that we partner, we come into covenant with God. And one of the guys that mentored me that also really helped me learn how to work in teams, I went to him, he was a strong believer. And I said, his name was Bob. I said, Bob, you know, how do you, how do you work this thing out of, you know, I don't, I don't want to get ahead of God, but I also don't want to be one of these people that just kind of, well, you know, God will handle it all and I don't have to do anything. And he said, and and I love I love what he what he told me. He said, Jeff, pray like everything depends on God, and work like everything depends on you. And it's amazing how when you put those two things together, that God always comes through. Yeah. And, but it takes some action, you know, on on our part. And working in teams, I'm, I'm sure that you've heard of of at least I think he's the guru of leadership, John Maxwell. And uh, John, John's a, a good friend of mine. I've known him for many, many years. And, um, you know, we, we use loads of his material in our business, in our church. And one of the things that John talks a lot about is sort of what I would call the winning conversation with other people. <clears throat> um, another good friend of mine, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, Anne-Marie, his name is Rabbi Daniel Lappin. Have you ever heard of Rabbi Lappin? Yeah, one of my mentors um, shared his his book as a resource, so I have his book on my yeah, table. Yeah, if you'd like, I would love to link you up with him <clears throat> for, a, for, for a podcast. He would yeah. be an awesome guest and just awesome. a lovely, lovely guy. And and what's amazing is, as a, as a Jewish rabbi, he, he loves Christians. Yeah. He really does. But one of the things that Rabbi Lappin talks about um, is he talks about the fact that the reason that God made us imperfect is that we all have strengths, we all have weaknesses, and that's the reason why that we have to lean on each other because teamwork really does make the dream work because you're strong in one area, I'm strong in another area, and I don't try to work on my weaknesses. I try to work on my strengths and then surround myself with other people that are strong in the areas that I'm not strong in. And, and it, it's beautiful because people really know that they're appreciated. And, man, when you can work in harmony together as a team, 
you can just accomplish so much more than you can as an individual. Yeah. You know, I've, I've got a lot of colleagues and even some clients who are very much involved in the area of leadership. And, you know, a lot of businesses, no matter how many, you know, the size of the team that you have, have had to go through rapid uh, pain. <clears throat> Their approach. Many of them have to, you know, work from home and, and now oversee and 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 mentor, you know, support team uh, remotely. Do you have any um, insights? And 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 has this been something that you've had to go through with your team? What's worked? Can you share some insights into this? Because this is something that I think many teams are going mm-hmm. to have to navigate, uh, especially you know in the, the the coming months, if not years. You know, um, one of the things that uh, I, w- I was in the in the corporate world for about five years, and I remember some of the coaching I got, which was don't get too close to your people. You know, that's sort of the typical corporate world. Um, when I was 24 and really started my own business and started getting mentored by some other entrepreneurs, uh, and this was in, originally in the U.S. in a company that is now called Primerica, the, the CEO was strong, strong believer, Art Williams. And I'll never forget, here's what he used to say. He said, you know, people will never quit on a friend. And instead of talking to people, and he was mainly talking about salespeople, instead of talking to them about their production and their numbers and what they're doing, talk to them about their family. Because people don't really care what you know until they know that you care. And so one of the things that we've that I that I've really focused on in the last six months during this pandemic, I, I think I was always pretty good at it, but I think that we've we've paid special attention to people's mental health yeah. um, and just calling them up and giving them a word of encouragement. We've actually re- recently just hired Rabbi Lapin to come on and do uh, weekly coaching sessions for us. Uh, we brought we brought an outside coach in um, as kind of the the pastor for our business, if you will. He ha- happens to be a pastor, but he also is an entrepreneur and a business guy. And and I and I've really let our both both our employees. We've got about fifty employees in our head office. Uh, we call it a field support center. But then we've got several thousand salespeople and leaders and managers across across the, the UK. And one of the things that we're focused on right now is, hey guys, listen, I'm not gonna teach you a bunch of sales skills. What I wanna teach you is, is some survival skills and how to stay positive. And if I can help you do that and end up having this well-rounded life and your faith, your finances, uh, as well as your, your physical, as you know, as, just in every single area of your life, uh, then you're going to be a happy person and business will be fine. Yeah. And it, I think that, again, I think that it's really helped our people. Uh, we also have, have hired a counseling service in case people need it. And we've spoken openly about it and said, listen, guys, don't be ashamed. If you're struggling in this area and you want some confidentiality, here's a phone number that you can call. Uh, we're paying for it. They they don't you know they don't tell us who calls in. Everything is confidential. And I think just letting people know that that you really do care. It, it's not just a business. It's not just they're not just employees or associates in the business. Um, you know I, I look a, a lot. I, I look at our business a bit like I'm the pastor of our of our flock, and it is my job. 
um, you know, to be a good steward over that. Yeah, so true. So I wonder, um, with I mean, wonderful support there, which I know is just going to pay dividends. I mean, we you said something, and I think all organisations, actually as individuals, got to check in with our friends and associates to make sure from a mental health point of view that people are okay. I mean, it says in the Bible, renew your mind every morning. Renew your mind, and it's so so important, isn't it? And uh, not to get caught up in the news. So, with your organisation, I know this is often a question that that is asked of of me too, from by our listeners. Uh, some organisations are very much they are focused and they bring a Christian theme through, you know, through the workplace and so <coughs> forth, and and support in that way. And then others, maybe not so necessarily. The team, the leadership mate team, may may um, you know kind of pray, but that's more in the the leadership team what do you do in your business is it openly christian or or you've got you know others that that are part of that team as well yeah well you know uh amory i've been in business now uh as an entrepreneur for 39 years um i, I started when i was six <laughs> um but for 39 years and what's amazing is that we have i've, I've lost count now but uh a few years ago, we counted up. We had led over 5,000 people to Christ wow. through our business. And and yet, I never preached to our people. Amazing. Um, you know, I, I'm sure you've heard this saying that says, I can't hear what you're saying because your actions are speaking too loudly. Yeah. And so in, in our business, we have people from all different faiths, uh, I think last time I checked, we have people from 85 different nations. Wow. Uh, so I, I was born and raised originally in an Orthodox Jewish family. So mm -hmm. we have Jewish people. We have Christians. Uh, I would say probably 50, 60 percent of our team are, are, are believers. Yeah. Uh, we've got Hindus and Buddhists and, um, you know, atheists and, and everything. And, and vocally... What I say to people is, is everybody is welcome. And I really do believe that as a Christian, as a believer, um, you know, take a look at what, what was Jesus's biggest criticism was that he hung out with non-believers. You know, look at him. He's a friend of sinners. You know? That's right. He's a friend of sinners. And, and I, I, I think that, instead of being so judgmental about people, I, I got to tell you, I, what brought me to Christ was not someone telling me I'm going to go to hell. In fact, whenever someone would tell me that, I'd tell them they could go to hell. And, and that that just didn't, I mean, that didn't scare me at all. I was, I was kind of like, man, I'm already living in hell. You know, I mean, I'm out on the streets. I'm homeless. I mean, how much worse can it get? Um, you know, and, and, and I was, you know, I was freezing in Chicago. So I figured if I went to hell, this supposedly hot place, at least I'd be warm, you know. Um, but what really what really brought me to Christ was the love of God. And even the scripture says they'll know that you're my disciples by your love, not by your judgment. And so uh, we've led people to the Lord just just by loving them into the kingdom. And when they when they see that we operate our business with integrity, with honesty, the business decisions that we make aren't based on greed. I mean, sure, sure, I'm, I have to be a good business guy. You still got to take care of bottom line, 
But ultimately, our people know that, that Jeff Letts cares about them as, as human beings. And, 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 and yet I'm not shy about my testimony. It's interesting that this new book that I just wrote, Against All Odds, mm-hmm. the, the true remarkable story of how a street kid became a millionaire and sandwiched right in, in the middle of it is my testimony. But it's not a Christian book. And, and I've just, I, I've really, I mean, I did that on purpose and, and it's really thrilled me that I have people that are not believers that read it and, and, and they've asked me questions about coming to faith. Um, and I think that, you know, this, this is how God works. There's, there's a scripture where Paul said, Paul said, uh, Paul planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. And ultimately, you know, the Holy Spirit has to deal with people's lives. All I can do is just be the, 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 the person that sows that seed and lives the life. Uh, and, you know, I, 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 hope, I hope nobody takes offense at this. But, boy, I just I, I don't like being around obnoxious Christians. Oh, I, I agree with you. I absolutely agree. And I love that, you know, actions speak louder than words. Our actions and who we are, yeah. as you said, should speak volumes. What's different about you? They should sense it as you walk into the room. Absolutely. You know, how do you respond to situations? Yeah. Um, and something else that I, I have found as well, I mean, absolutely love everything that you've said. You know, as business owners, we know as we're speaking to ideal customers, the people who we want to impact and influence through the work, through our expertise, through our gifts and talents. We need to speak to them in a way that they can understand. So one of the things that I find, you know, often as, as well-meaning Christians, when we start using all those theological words, people are going to be going, huh? And it's like our clients. Don't use jargon, you know, about your particular field um, because they, there's just a disconnect there. But what you can do is live it out. Um, and and that can be your greatest mm. testimony. Absolutely agree with that. Something else that can be your greatest testimony too is here. You said and there's a last point that you'd like love to share is always to carry a spirit of gratitude. Mm. Whilst everyone else is complaining, if we can bring gratitude in there, um, it can make a world of difference. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know um, this this book you had mentioned earlier about Rabbi Lapp and Thou Shall Prosper, and he talks about uh, why is it the Jewish people prosper disproportionately to other groups of people? And, you know, you cannot, you can hate them for it or you can, you can learn what they do. Here's the key and it's scriptural, which is serve others, serve people. And it's amazing how, when you say to people, you say, how can I help you? How can I serve you? Um, that really wins people's hearts. I don't think I've ever had anybody get mad at me for being nice to them. Yeah. Or, or saying, someone says, you're so nice. I can't be angry at you. I can't be mad at you. You know. Yeah. Yeah. How how can I serve you? Which is exactly opposite to the world, which is I want to be served. And yet Jesus said, "Let him that's greatest amongst you be servant to all." And so I I really try to keep a spirit of gratitude, a spirit of, boy, I mean, I, you know, I, I look, I look from where I came and I just go, thank you, Jesus, 
that you rescued me out of the pit of, of hell, really. I mean, on the streets, homeless, on drugs, you know, and yet he picked me up out of that situation. Now, that was, my gosh, almost, in fact, next year will be 50 years wow. uh, since I got saved. But I never want to forget. I never want to forget where I came from. And so I, I really do believe that that there is a spirit of gratitude. Um, you'll you'll love this story. I went back to uh, to the majority, not all of them, but but to the majority of my foster parents that took me in, and did some act of kindness, not not just verbally, but one of them I paid their home off. One of them I took to Israel with me, uh, paid for everything. Um, you know, I mean, just, you know, another one was, you know, I, I bought him a new car and, and again, I'm not, I'm not saying that to brag or anything else. I'm just saying that, that I really do believe that when you show others, you know, as a kid, I didn't appreciate what my foster parents did for me. And, and I really do believe that, that it, it is all about sowing into others. It, it, it is amazing. And the scripture says this, the life of the generous gets larger and larger. The life of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. Yeah. I really do believe, I really do believe that, Marie. One of the reasons why my business has doubled in the last six months is I'm a sower. You sow into other people's lives like that. The the expressions on their faces of just gratitude and almost that initial shock, really, you know, because it just doesn't happen. I think that, and, that and you know, God God made us to where we really do get gratification by giving to others. That's yeah, why it's exactly. more to give than it is to receive, because yeah. it really does make you feel good. Um, and, you know, I've, I've been a tither since I was 16 years old. I, I'm a big, big believer in tithing. In fact, Anne-Marie, I, I, will, I will send you the ebook on this, True Riches, which I wrote, yes. Prosperity with Purpose, all about what does the scripture actually say about tithing? Yes. And, um, you know, I have a lot of people go, well, you know, that was the Old Testament and that was under the Mosaic Law. And here's what I always say to people, and I'll say this to your listeners. If you can show me one place in the Bible that says we should no longer be a tither or one place in the Bible that says God wants us to be poor or broke, I'll send you a thousand. I'll, I'll send you a thousand pounds or a thousand dollars. Yeah. You know what's interesting about that? I mean, we could do a whole other topic um, on this whole scarcity mindset, which is something else which we really need to bust through, especially, you know, when it comes to the churches, uh, which we know because we probably lived through it our, ourselves, Jeff, is that, you know, the, the Lord, the God wants to bless his children, isn't it? He wants to bless his children. He's not going to if it's going to, you know, create in you a character that is displeasing to him. Um, but how many of us, you know, we haven't asked, that's how you started the show, we haven't asked Got to check in our motive, of course. Are we seeking him first? Are we glorifying him in, in, in uh, all we do? But then on the other hand, too, are we able to receive? Because mm. I don't think we 
you can bless others unless we're able to receive and then, of course, pay that forward, which, you know, I think that's a a whole other other topic. But hold up the other book because I know that um, many of the things that you spoke about today, your story, and and the other one as well, the other one as well. The other one here. Against All Odds. Tell us a little bit about that and how people can get a, a copy of that, Jeff, how they can reach out to you and uh, connect with you. What's the best yeah. way? Well, uh, the book is on Amazon. Um, it's also at any bookstore they can go to and actually order it um, online. They can also, it's it's uh, currently uh, in hardback, soft copy, or um, also um, on uh, Kindle on an ebook, and if anybody would like to get in touch with me, they're welcome to uh, to email me at Jeff dot Letts L E S T Z at Genistar dot net G E N I S T A R dot net, um, and of course they can also link up with me on Facebook, which would be I'm sure they can do that through uh, through your site also. Yeah, fantastic. Well, one of the things that I do at the end of each show, Jeff, is just to finish with a word of prayer. May I do that today? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak and have some fellowship today with Jeff that he was able to share his story. And as he said, Lord, you know, um, our, our past, our our history does not define our destiny. But you know mm-hmm. what? When it comes to you, Lord, often you can, mm-hmm. and I love the way Jeff reminded us, turn a mess into our message. And, um, you know, the things that we'll often go through and live through as challenges, we know as Christians that when we let the Holy Spirit work through our lives, when we turn to you, uh, when we ask and seek forgiveness for areas that uh, we know is not honouring to you, um, that through that you can turn things around, no matter what we've done, no matter where we've come from. And uh, yeah, then we can share stories such as Jeff is doing today and in, in sharing his story. Father, we just want to continue to ask for your blessing for his business, for the work that he's doing, for his uh, whole uh, c- community of, of employees and, and stakeholders that are involved in his business. Will you continue to bless them? Will you continue to bless the work that they're doing as they're impacting the lives of so many people? around the globe. Father, there are so many people who really are uh, are struggling. There, There's uncertainty there. There is maybe even for some people there is anxiety and, and depression too. But as we've said today, you know, that, that whole spirit of fear, we can break that with mm. a gratitude, Lord. When we turn to your words, when we find those Bible verses, and as we're reminded, your word is this, the spirit of, of truth, and uh, we can use those and speak life over our lives. So today, Lord, if anyone's watching or listening, we ask uh, that you will break that spirit of fear that you will break the spirit of anxiety because there is hope and true hope comes from you. So, Father, we just want to thank you again. Um, It's been a wonderful conversation. And maybe for those people who maybe don't know you and don't realise just how exciting, you know, we talk about Christianity and religion, Lord, that's not what it's about. It's about a true relationship with Mm -hmm. the one and true living God. Um, So we just want to ask this um, in the precious name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. And Amen. reach out to Jeff, you know, and have a conversation because uh, I think, uh, all right, let me just uh, put this here. There's the website here, Colette there. 
sharing that. So that's fantastic. Thank you so much, Jeff. Love the conversation. Love the work that you are doing. And of course, you know, glorifying the Lord in all you do and and just living, you know, living as he would want you to and, and what we all need to be doing, of course, in our businesses too. Our businesses are our greatest mission fields, I think. And so let's continue. Well, thank, thank you. And thank you, Anne-Marie, for all that you're doing. You're, you're doing an amazing job. And now I know why that they call you the queen of podcasts. <laughs> there was something that I had to, um, to it grew on me for years. And, oh, no, I can't do that. But I said, you know what? That's just, you know, a bit of humor there. But it's, it's my blessing to be able to, to share my platform with others. This is, my mountain. this is my mountain. I'm inviting other incredible guests such as yourself to share their stories because we never know who may be listening who's needed to hear that. And uh, I know I've been blessed through listening to your story too. So thanks once again for coming on the Thank show. You. Thank you.